Many theologians will tell you that faith is complex, not just basing that out of the familiar scripture in Hebrews 11. But faith sometimes requires grit. It requires tenacity, but it will always be powered and superpowered, even reinforced by the love and word of God. Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wineskins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey, through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ through the grace of our Father as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. I got my first Bible from my mother. King James Version, when I was 19, 19, 20 years old. And I thought it was the oddest present in the world. But yet at the same time, because my mom gave it to me, I revered it and still do. And now that Bible is 20 years old and there are portions of it that are falling apart. I've gotten new Bibles since then, and I've put that particular Bible in a box. Because again, I believe the the last time I actually read it, well, read my birthday copy of my Bible uh, from, I want to say from Ephesians back, is falling out of it. And there is an adage that says that if you see someone whose Bible is falling apart, that person's life isn't. And I will say that her getting me that Bible was the most intelligent thing she could have ever done for me. And I am incredibly grateful for her and for that. So I try to be very mindful and intentional when I study. Now, what does that mean? That means when I am drawn to a particular to a particular verse or chapter, incident, or book in the Bible, I try and, for lack of a better word, figure out why that is. And I try to figure out why that is because in these writer gifts that the Lord has given me and graced me for, there are certain things that I believe he wants me to see. And there was last year, matter of fact, last February, where the Lord drew me to Jude. Matter of fact, it was like around last Christmas going into last January that I could not, I could not leave the book of Jude. I could read, I could read other books of the Bible, obviously, but during my devotional time in the morning, which on some days it is a concerted and concentrated effort 
because I'm getting kids up, I'm getting myself ready for work. There's all these things that are happening. But for the past, oh, I think I want to say two years, I've done that. I've put my, I put my Bible on, you know, the, thank God for, the, for technology where I can actually put the Bible on and have it play as um, I do my morning routines. And I could not leave, I could not leave Jude. And come to find out the Lord had me do a study on Jude that following February. And even with the book of Esther, and even with the book of Esther, I couldn't, I couldn't leave Esther. And the Lord had me do a study on that soon, soon after, I want to say around April last year. And the thing that is so incredible about the word of God is not just its sustainability. It's the ability to hang on to it. Now, what do I mean by that? I'm fond of saying that every believer in Christ should have an anchor scripture. There should be a scripture in your repertoire. There should be a scripture in your heart. Just as Joshua said, this word of this book of the law that will not depart from me, that I will meditate on day and night. There should be something in you that in times of stress, trial, and trouble, which will inevitably come, which will inevitably come, that should able to recite that, whatever it is. And that's where this concept of digging in comes from. Faith, we know, is a is it is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not think not seen. We most people can recite that can recite that particular scripture in multiple translations. The thing that needs to be reinforced with that is you have to understand why you're repeating that. Now, what does that mean? You have to understand that God is always speaking. He's always talking. God is always speaking. Sometimes we're not always listening, but in th at the same time, he is always speaking. And if there is a re if there is a book of the Bible that you are not able to leave, a.k.a. you're constantly going back to that, referencing that, studying that, there's a reason why God is trying to get you in position for this particular phrase. And I'm trying not to use a whole lot of churchy phrases and make this as practical as I can. But what you need to remember is if God is taking you to a specific book of the Bible and you cannot leave it, a.k.a. also known as you are reading that book more often than any other book, consider that a book that you root in. Consider that an anchor book, an anchor scripture. There is something there that the spirit of the Lord wants you to see, wants you to understand, wants to prepare, wants to prepare you for wants to guide you through. There is something in the text that you will need that will be edifying to you, reinforcing to you, or necessary for your spiritual survival. I remember there was a quote by Albert Einstein that says, God does not throw dice with the universe. There is nothing that God does that is, that is accidental or coincidental. Human beings may... See, may seem to think that something is coincidental when it's when it's all orchestrated. 
And I know in the vastness, in the vast omniscience, in the vast omnipresence of God, he orchestrates all things. So if you find yourself going back to scripture, to a specific scripture, even if I'm trans, even if I'm transparent, I've found myself going back to Ecclesiastes and to Esther again. Ecclesiastes, the older I get, the older God lets me get. I see that there are practicalities all through the book of Ecclesiastes. We can see Solomon wrestling with things that we in this in this present age are yet still dealing with and even perhaps still wrestling with. We see him we see him grappling with aging, with um, being what God is being what God has called you to be. We see we see what it we see him grappling with even uh, the world the world around him. We see him wrestling big, with big questions, and again, as a or what can be conceived as big questions, we see that God through Solomon is dispensing this level of knowledge in 12 chapters. Because again, Ecclesiastes is not long. Ecclesiastes, like Esther, if you have an audio version of the Bible, you can literally listen, listen to it or read it within 30 minutes. Esther being 10 chapters, again, Esther being 10 chapters and Ecclesiastes being 12 chapters. But the thing that is most essential to know and to note if God is taking you back to a particular book in the Bible, he's trying to get your attention. There is something there that you need. And it is okay for you to dig in. It is okay for you to research. It is okay for you to question. It's okay for you to journal about. It's okay for you to meditate on. Because the days that we are in, everything feels up in the air. Everything feels like it's shaking the things that we thought were unshakable turns out turns out those things are frail also and the thing that is the thing that you can build your as the old preachers would say that you can build a sure foundation on is Christ and the thing that is so spectacular about faith is it gives you a place and i believe it was um Stephen i keep on calling him doctor the thing that Stephen Furtick said that faith gives you a place to sit. It gives you a place to rest. It gives you a place to say, I don't have to figure this out. Someone is going to figure this out for me, help me and help me through this. I don't have to have it all together right now. This is what makes faith tangible. It's not that believing people don't have problems because true because we all do it's the fact that for what god is doing in our lives we have decided to dig those foundations a little deeper we've poured in that concrete of the word of god in order to in order to build these benches as it were to sit So my brothers and sisters in Christ, the dearest ones to the Father, as this particular episode begins to end, the one thing I want, I'm going to admonish you to do is ask yourself this question, or these questions. Where is God taking you? 
Where do you think he's taking you? You won't know any of that unless you pray and read scripture. Dig your foundations, dig them deep. Inquire of the Lord. Write down what he says, believe what he says and go forward. And go forward. For everything that is happening currently in the world and currently here in these United States, you are going to need something to hang on to. And you may need it sooner than later. My suggestion will always be Christ. May your day be amazing and God bless you. If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came, you died, and you rose and are coming again. I accept you as Lord of my life. Teach me how to follow you listen to you, and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that simple prayer, I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ. Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading and begin with the book of John or the book of Luke as they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is ApostleJBHarris at gmail.com. Again, that is A. P-O-S-T-L-E J as in Jack B as in boy H as in hot A-R-R-I-S at gmail.com Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful, may God ever smile on you, and may your well stay full.